Blog Talk Radio. Take a licking. <laughs> there is someone waiting who will hurry up and rescue you. Just call for Super Chicken. Welcome to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer Radio Show, brought to you by Calm Bach Feeds. My name is Andy Schneider, but most know me as the Chicken Whisperer, author of The Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, national spokesperson for the USDA Biosecurity for Birds program, and editor-in-chief of Chicken Whisperer magazine. Each week, I welcome experts in their field to share their knowledge about different topics, including backyard poultry, show poultry, heritage poultry, gardening, cooking, and, of course, living a self-sufficient lifestyle. Be sure to visit us online at chickenwhisperer.com, where you can follow us on Twitter, become a fan on Facebook, and subscribe to the totally free digital edition of Chicken Whisperer magazine. Once again, I would like to thank you for tuning in to Backyard Poultry with a Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Kambach Feeds. At Kambach Feeds, our layer pellets and crumbles are all natural, antibiotic-free, with no animal byproducts. Formulated just for laying hens, our feed is fortified with essential amino acids and calcium to ensure maximum production of nutritious, tasty, strong-shelled eggs. From our family to yours, feed your hens the way nature intended. Pure, wholesome, goodness. Kalmbach Feeds. Find a dealer at kalmbachfeeds.com. That's K-A-L-M-B-A-C-H, feeds.com. Or order your layer pellets and crumples today on Amazon.com. Kalmbach Feeds is a proud sponsor of The Chicken Whisperer. When you need an incubator, think Brincy, the incubation specialists. Brincy has been a world-leading manufacturer of quality incubators for almost 40 years. They manufacture incubators that hold anywhere from 7 to 380 eggs with high-quality electronic and digital controls, including precise humidity controls and programmable egg turning, all at surprisingly affordable prices. Enter the coupon code WHISPER at checkout and receive 10% off your entire order. Order your new incubator today at Brincy.com. That's B-R-I-N-S-E-A.com. Cackle Hatchery is a third-generation, family-owned and operated hatchery. They offer over 193 varieties of poultry shipped directly from their facility in Missouri. It's their mission to enhance your life by providing you with quality poultry for showing, meat, enjoyment, eggs, and pets. They specialize in hatching purebred poultry and shipping day-old chicks right to your local post office since 1936. 4-H and FFA Youth Poultry Clubs get a 10% discount. Check out their website 
CackleHatchery.com for posted weekly specials and discounts. That's CackleHatchery.com. Want to protect your hens from the damage caused by an overly affectionate rooster? Nothing protects hens better than the Hen Saver Hen Apron. Hen Saver Hen Aprons come in several different sizes to fit both bantam and large fowl hens. They also come in several different styles and colors. Give your hens the protection they deserve by purchasing Hen Saver Hen Aprons today. 100% of all proceeds goes to provide care to rescued animals at Crazy K Farm in Hempstead, Texas. Purchase your Hen Saver Hen Aprons at hensaver.com. That's hensaver.com. The Yard Bird Chicken Plucker takes the hassle out of backyard chicken processing by fully defeathering birds in less than 15 seconds. The compact size makes it easy to transport and easy to store. The one and a half horsepower motor and 20 inch stainless steel tub can handle two eight pound birds at the same time. There are no belts or pulleys to wear out and no adjustments necessary, which makes it virtually maintenance free. For more information about how you can own this must-have chicken processing product, visit YardBirdChickenPluckers.com today. That's YardBirdChickenPluckers.com. And the mighty bird against prejudice continues his fight for law and order. So when you hear that cry in the sky... You'll know it's Super Chicken. Hi, I'm country music artist Nathan Osmond, and you're listening to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. All righty, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Kalmbach Feed. So uh, thanks for tuning in. So we are broadcasting live today from uh, Guntersville, Alabama. I've been here before, actually, with Faithway Feeds, which is just down the road. I had a chance to visit with them today, and uh, they... Um, uh, distribute the uh, Kalmbach line, who sponsors the show and uh, do a lot with Kalmbach, but uh, they're a great bunch of folks over here at uh, Faithway. But today we're broadcasting live right up the road from them at the uh, Extension uh, Office here of the county. Is it Marion? Marshall County here in uh, Guntersville, Alabama. And I'll tell you while I'm here in just a second, but first I'm going to bring on, in case I uh, forget this or a detail, I'm going to bring on, of course, my good friend, um, and you all know her very well if you've been listening to the show a long time, and Dr. Bridget McRae. And uh, Dr. McRae, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Andy. Thanks for having me. Yep, absolutely. So I was telling the audience here that we are uh, in uh, Gunnersville, Alabama, and we actually, you contacted me about a month ago and said that with your new position there at Auburn University, kind of over the um, uh, 4-H for the state, I'll let you explain that in a minute, um, that you had conducted a contest and you wanted one of the uh, awards or prizes for the contest to be a on-site visit with yourself and myself um, right in the backyard of the contest winner you come out and meet the winner and and uh, hang out and have them on the show broadcast live and i said I, that's a fabulous idea and being right next door in the great state of georgia it, it, it was absolutely uh doable so here we are so we came over today i came over yesterday 
and um, enjoyed the city. And then today we had a site visit with Miss Mallory Chandler, which happens to be the 4-H Golden Egg Contest winner. I'm going to let you get into a little bit about what that means, what contest. I, I saw it today at at her home with you know all the contest and how the grading was done and the whole nine yards. But our audience was not there, of course, and I'm sure they are really interested uh, in what uh, what this contest means, how awesome it is, uh, what contest it was, and really the whole nine yards. And of course, we're also going to have Mallory come on and tell us about herself and her age. I think she's 11, and uh, so so what a great. Um, just absolute uh, wonderful win for her as far as a, a, a contest for the whole state. So I'm going to back out just for a second, and Dr. McCray, if you'll kind of explain, because you were over this whole thing and can, would obviously do better than I could, uh, about the contest, your idea of the contest, <laughs> all of that information, what all, all the grades that you did on these eggs that Mallory uh, submitted, and, and what what caused her to have that, that. And you can see the pictures over on my Facebook page of all the ribbons, including the big uh, green ribbon that she has for the, the winner of this contest and, and what all it meant to win this contest, which is absolutely awesome at, at her age, 11 years old, and all the hard work, work she puts in. I will tell the audience that we did a site visit, uh, awesome, two coops, uh, really cool coops. I'll, I'll post some pictures later of our site visit so they can see what fun we had and some more pictures of, of Mallory in, in her backyard holding her, her, her uh, prize. She's got two sets, kind of some chickens she won prizes with uh, last year, and I think the chickens that these eggs came from, and you've got some younger ones that she's starting off with this year. They're only about nine weeks old. They obviously haven't started laying yet, so she is she is into this uh, head first, so that's awesome. But Dr. McCray, if you'll start off and kind of tell us, you know, again, while we're here, the contest, how it worked, and, and, and why she sure. won, how she won, and the whole nine yards. That'll be great for our audience. Sure. Happily, I'll share with you. Well, as you all know, I took this position earlier this year, and one of the first things that people said to me is, when kids get into chick chain, 4-H chick chain, and I did talk a little bit about 4-H chick chain in one of your previous shows, Andy, once they've done it for a couple of years, there's really not too much new for them to do. And it's, okay, and if it's, um, if it's not, you know, if it's not new and interesting, then, well, Let's make it new and interesting. So what I did is, is I, I have a piece of equipment that is quite often used for measuring the interior quality of eggs. It's kind of an expensive piece of equipment. Um, but the test is really kind of straightforward and simple. And I said, hey, let's do a golden egg contest and find the highest quality dozen eggs in the state of Alabama raised by a 4-H member. So I set about creating a, a score sheet, and then I advertised the program and told a lot of the county 4-H agents about it. And we got, we got, for the very first year, we got eight entries, which is pretty darn good. And four of those entries came from the county that you're in right now, Andy, Marshall County. Okay. And that's because awesome. of the wonderful work by Kristen Roberson, who's the 4-H agent in this county. Um, she does a wonderful job with 4-H chick chain and all the 4-H kids. But anybody who's got a flock of chickens and is enrolled in 4-H can enter this contest next year. All we do is we get these eggs and we open up those cartons and we take a look at the outside of the eggs. Were they packed appropriately? That means small end down or pointy end down. Are there any stains on the eggs? Are they the same size, the same color? What is their 
their level of uniformity. So if you've got five or six chickens, you might be able to collect eggs over a few days. But if you've got a larger flock, like if you've been doing chick chain for a couple of years, you might have 20 birds. And therefore, the number of birds that you can pull from over a couple of days means that you've got way more eggs to choose from to pick your highest quality. And that's exactly what Mallory's got. She's got older birds from her previous chick chain project that started laying this year. And that's where she selected her eggs from, the highest quality um, eggs in the state. So we looked at um, their exterior quality, and there were some eggs when I opened up those cartons. They were stained or dirty. There were feathers stuck to them. And... Well, we we want double-A quality eggs. We want the highest quality possible, interior and exterior. So when I opened up Mallory's dozen, which was a little difficult to do, uh, I'll have Mallory explain why it was so hard for us to open up her dozen eggs. (laughs) But once we got in there, we liked what we saw. Um, we also verified that everybody has entered their eggs in the correct size category. Mallory entered a size large dozen eggs. One kid uh, entered an extra large dozen eggs. Um, somebody else entered a medium dozen eggs. And that medium dozen, they didn't actually measure correctly, and it was actually a large size. So they got points deducted for that. Uh, then I randomly select myself and So the Extension Poultry Specialist at Auburn University randomly selected three eggs out of the dozen. We weighed them, and um, we recorded those individual weights, and then we cracked those eggs open and measured the haw unit. Now, the haw unit is a special unit in the world of science. It's the height of the thick albumen as it relates, as a ratio, to the weight of the egg. So that means if your chickens lay teeny tiny little eggs, but they're size small eggs, but they have really good interior quality, they may do better than a jumbo size egg. And that's the test that we saw today at at Mallory's house. That's the test you had. You had that special tool with the gauge on it, and we cracked the egg on the plate, and you set that gauge over it, and then and then measured the height. And Mallory actually did the test on one of her eggs. Yep. That's and awesome. we got um, pictures of that. Yeah, she had a, a just from one of the eggs straight out of the fridge. She had a 8.5 um, millimeter uh, egg white, which is pretty darn good. But you know, we also look at well, when we cracked that egg open, did the yolk break? Well, none of hers did. Uh, were there meat spots or blood spots? Get some points taken off for that. You can candle your eggs in advance to make sure you don't submit any eggs with meat spots or blood spots. Um, then uh, after that, uh, we after we did the the uh, the haul unit, we assigned her score, which was two of her eggs were were double A's. There were not very many double A eggs entered, and one of her eggs was a high A grade. So she did a really good job. Then we use the Roche color fan to, to assign a, a number score to the color of the egg yolk. And um, then after that, we dump the plate and we move on to the next egg. So, um, well, we do keep the eggshells. Uh, 
we wash the eggshells out and um, dry them overnight, and then we measure the shell thickness. Because eggs that are too thin won't necessarily make it to market. And we always want our eggs to not crack on the way to market. So there are elements of, um, of the poultry judging contest, the 4-H poultry judging contest, that really do influence this particular contest. But, um, boy, Andy, the quality of these eggs was superior in the state. So I have no problems and no qualms whatsoever putting the uh, the the power and might of 4-H behind this young lady, Mallory Chandler, and saying that she has the best dozen eggs in the state of Alabama. And everyone, I hope they are so proud of her because she did a great job. She did a great job. So there's obviously um, some work they can do before they submit to give them or try to give them, the, you know, uh, the extra. So like washing the eggs to try to make sure there's no stains and no no chicken poop dried on them, no feathers, things like that, making sure they're or clean and, and, yep. and shavings, things like that, right? And then you can candle them, no blood spots or, or um, meat spot, anything like that inside of the egg. and. Uh, pointy side down, of course, because like you explained to her today, this is kind of the strongest part of the egg. So if you ha- they happen to get dropped a little bit, you know, it gives it a, a better fighting chance. And so let me ask you this, though. Have you ever in all of your days of doing this, and, and if I, being the jokester that I am, and had my son, because he's getting into 4-H one day, um, enter this contest, have you ever, or what, and two questions, have you ever had this happen? And if you had it happen, um, and it probably would deduct some points, but with my personality, it may just be worth it. Have you ever opened up that egg carton and somebody like my son Caleb got a little Sharpie and drew a little smiley face on the <laughs> egg and said, hey, Doc, you know, and then put it in there. So, you know, you're opening it up, you're taking this all seriously, and you pick up an egg, and there's this egg smiling back at you, and on the back it says, hey, Doc. So, so that'd probably <laughs> deduct a point or two, I'm guessing. But at the same time, it might be worth yeah. it, doggone it. <laughs> well, that may be cute and fun, but, you know, there's a lot at stake for having the best dozen eggs in, in Alabama. And maybe you can get away with that at the county level of competition. Oh, but man. for the state level, I would say probably not. Huh? put your best foot forward. <laughs> so obviously you've never had that happen before. No, no, and I used to judge eggs all up and down California too. Um, Delaware, <laughs> Nobody California. Nobody has a sense of humor like me. Do that before you are a jokester. <laughs> I'd have to do that, especially if I knew the judge. So, but um, or, and then I'll just blame it on Caleb. So that sounds good. So um, <laughs> fabulous. So, so <laughs> I just blame it on him. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Caleb. What'd you do? So it sounds like a plan. Anyway, so um, and this this is this is awesome. What I'm going to do because I know the listeners are really wanting to talk to and hear from Mallory and get her side of the story. So I'm going to go ahead and bring her live on the show as well. And uh, Mallory, Miss Mallory Chandler, 4-H Golden Egg Contest winner here in Alabama, a contest run by our friend Dr. McCray, and 11 years old. Welcome to the show. Thank you. All right, I got it. If you'll talk into the phone a little bit better, that'll be great so we can all hear you. So, very good. Um, so, what did, what did you think when you got the, um, 
letter or, or that you were uh, they, from uh, Dr. McRae that said you had won? Well, I was really happy, and I was not expecting it. But um, I was thinking since I did win all the ribbons and stuff for my chickens, I thought I might have a chance for it, but I was not expecting it. So you're very, very surprised. Yes. Awesome. Hang on just a second. I've got some echo, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix that problem real quick, and then I'll come back so all the listeners that are listening can hear you um, a little bit better. So, can Mallory hear me? Yes, Mallory can hear you. So, Mallory, how long have you had your chickens? Um, I've had my chickens that I got my golden eggs or my eggs from. I've had them for a little bit over than a, a little bit more than a year. And what breeds do you have? Um, my older chickens, um, they're white Brahmas and Bardrocks, and my new ones are Brahmas, white Brahmas, um, Buff Warbingtons, and Black Ostrolds. Okay. And, and you have one rooster in with your older birds, right? Yes. I found a Dominecker for... Yeah, a Dominica rooster in with my black ostrich. So, and and what's that crossbred rooster you have in with your older birds? I think he is a mix between a Jersey Giant and a Buckeye. Hey, not bad. He's really pretty. And folks, I have seen these birds, and these are some of the happiest birds. Not a parasite on them to be found anywhere. Just happily dancing around the yard. Although your dog likes to hurt them, doesn't he? Yes, she does. Oh, sorry, she. I thought I hung out with your dog all day and I thought it was a boy. Sorry. It's fun. <laughs> um, so your dog likes to herd the chickens and doesn't hurt them at all. What do the chickens think about the dog? Um, they're not really scared of her, but our rooster does not like her at all. <laughs> and what breed is your dog? Um, an Australian Shepherd mixed. I'm not sure what okay. she's mixed with. Mixed with something that likes chickens. Yes, and she's. I think she's mixed with some kind of water dog. So. Oh yeah, your dog's beautiful color. So, Mallory, you've done a really good job showing your chickens in Chick Chain. So you're doing Chick Chain again this year. Um, yes. What do you tell people who are getting started with chickens for the first time? What do they need to know if they should ever want to do chicken raising or even 4-H Chick Chain? What do you tell them? Um, that when if they build a coop or buy a coop, like the outside, they need a big space to roam around before the show. Um, and inside the coop, they need a good spot to be in a big spot to be in there too. Um, you need to, as when they're younger, when you first get them, 
you need to clean their coop about three, well, um, about every three to four days. And then um, as they get older, you can space it out some more. Why? Um, because they need a clean coop. They do not need a dirty coop. Um, and you also need to make sure they have food and water all the time. And what do you feed your chickens and, and what do you feed your chickens in? Um, well, right now my big chickens, they're eating out of um, a plastic, um, one of the chicken feeders. And my other ones are eating out of a smaller metal chicken feeder. And what kind of chicken feed do you feed your younger birds? Um, I'm not sure. Is it chick starter? Yes, I think. Yes, it is. And um, where do you buy your chicken feed? I buy it from Hanner's Feed. Um, if you would know where Burnley Mountain Elementary School is, it's um, my when you go past there, it's right there between Gunnersville and Arab. Nice. And then if if somebody were to start a chick chain project or start raising chickens on their own, um, you know, they're going to start with a, a chicken starter. But as those birds get older, can they go to Hanner's Feed Store and, and get different kinds of feed for older birds? Yes, you would just ask him, tell them how, tell him how old your chickens are, and then, um, He'll tell you what food you need to buy from him. Oh, hey, sometimes it's really awesome when you can find a feed store owner who will give you advice. And, uh, he cause not he all, gave me not a lot of advice. Oh, good. Not all feed store owners know chickens very well. So, hey, he raises, you've got a good, um, he raises, good helper. Yeah, he raises a lot of chickens, so, yeah, he knows a lot about them. Good. So I have a question for uh, I've got a question for Mallory. So last year when you started the chick chain, that was your first experience with chickens, chicks and chickens. Well, before last year that I got them, we had three chickens, um, two Jersey Giants and a Buckeye rooster. Oh, that's right. Um, right. Yep. So I um got to know the chickens by that, and then. I saw that they were doing chickens for 4-H, and I thought that'd be really cool to do it. So when you when you got started with the chick chain and you got the baby chicks and raised them, and you've, you've really uh, done that twice now, would you say for our other kids that are listening who are maybe interested in doing this, um, how would you describe it? Was it harder work than you thought, or was it hard work but you know really rewarding? I don't want to put words in your mouth by any ch- any reason, but um, you know, is it um, is, is it fun? I mean, what what do you really? I mean, obviously you've got a passion for it because you know you're going all out with all the contests and 4-H and things. But tell other kids that may be listening why they may want to do the chick chain and and what kind of experience you've had with it. Fun, hard work, but fun, or it's really not that all hard work, but it's really rewarding. Tell us in your words. Um, um, if you were talking to someone else your age about why they should do chick chain? Um, well, I think you should do chick chain because, I mean, it's really fun. And um, if you're wanting to show some responsibility, that's a good chance to do it. 
because it takes a lot of work to do it. But it's really fun, and in the end, you can get a lot of rewards. That's awesome. And, of course, you get that daily reward of those fresh eggs uh, yeah. from uh, all of your hard work. You get that reward, and then you can, you know, get with your mom and do all kinds of cool things with that. Make that earlier and pies and cakes and all that kind of stuff, and, and you can see that reward for all your hard work uh, in your backyard with those chickens. That's awesome. Now, have you gone so far as to, I think I know this answer, but to name some of your chickens? Maybe you can share with our listeners some of the uh, names you have for your chickens in your backyard. Well, um, the older ones that I have right now, my Brahmas and um, uh, the other ones, the well, the two breeds that I do have, I have four of each of them, so it's kind of hard to name all of them. But um, <laughs> right. Buckeye, um, Buckeye Rooster sits in there. Um, we named him Nugget because we hatched him, um, and he's really easy to tell apart from the other ones. And um, in my other coop, since I have um, five Buff Warbington, five Black Australics, and five Brahmas, White Brahmas, um, it's hard to name them too. And then somehow I got a Dominic Dominica Rooster out of my Black Australorps. So um, <laughs> when we first got him, I thought he was a girl, so I named him Mini Pearl. Because that's what my mom wanted to name her. Um, but now I think I want to name him uh, like Domino or something like that. This is what he looks like. So, so tell us, I know that um, the only doc- name. Dr. Dr. McRae touched on this a little bit earlier, and uh, we never came back to it, but she said it was just extremely hard to access your eggs for some reason. It took her like an hour and a half just to get to the eggs inside the cart, and maybe you can tell our audience why that. it didn't take that that long. (laughs) (laughs) But it did take about 10 minutes to get into her cart. (laughs) Well, my mom wrapped the um, egg carton in like – um, two layers of duct tape um, because she didn't want <laughs> to field messed up. That's what I always say. You know, if you can't if you can't fix something with duct tape WD forty, then it's not even worth fixing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. So you got You got to have duct tape and WD forty around the house at all times. Cause yeah. That's that's. It. But, uh, now, that sounds legitimate to me, duct tape. You know, you wanted to make – look, you worked hard for these eggs. You, you were entering a contest. You wanted to win. You didn't want to risk anything happening to these eggs. You didn't want the person uh, uh, transporting the eggs to say, you know, I'm kind of hungry. I think I want an omelet real quick. And reach in there and get some of your eggs and make an omelet because you needed a snack. So you, you, you wanted to make sure that, hey, it sounds legitimate to me. Um, you wanted them to be Fort Knox secure but it worked. At the end of the day, regardless if it was 10 minutes, an hour and a half to open them up, it, 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 did, it did the trick. It did the job, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That, that sounds good to me. Hey, it And worked. one of the things mm-hmm. that made her eggs stand out, Andy, was that mm-hmm. when we opened them up, they were all the same color. They were all the same size, pretty much. And... I mean, she just did a really good job of making sure that her eggs were consistent. And that actually starts in how you raise your chicken. 
So the fact that her chickens, you know, they must have a really good diet and they must be um, just really uniform and, and how they're laying their eggs, probably a sign of happy chickens. Yep. Now, I noticed when I was when I was out at your place, you had a couple of goats, I think a Nubian or a Nubian mix and, and the uh, pygmy goats. Are you... Have you thought about doing the 4-H showing with, with any of your goats or maybe getting into that too? You're already doing the chickens or you're going to stick with chickens or maybe add goats to the mix a little later? I think I think next year I'm going to do the rabbits. Rabbits. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, my goats... I think there was some discussion discussion about pigs too. I think pigs might – I couldn't remember if, if, if mom and – Oh, sheep, yep, yeah, sheep. Your dad's saying maybe some sheep uh, raising and, and get some pigs. It was but my I think brother your mom wanted had, to do pigs. Brother wanted, that's right, your brother wanted to do some pigs. Yeah. And, and I think your mom said something about if pigs enter our property, we're going to name them bacon and pork chop because that's what yep. that's, they're just going to have to you, you got to prepare them correct, you know, prepare them right off the bat for what's going to happen uh, possibly to the pigs. No no pet pigs are going to yeah. be feeding the family if you go that route. So sheep yeah. and all that. I have a suggestion for you. Miss Miss Mallory, if if you keep your chickens and your brother raises pigs, you got to turn one of those pigs into sausage, and then you can have all the ingredients gotten gotten all ready for Scotch eggs. The middle of a Scotch egg is a hard boiled egg, and then you wrap it in pig sausage and you deep fry it, and it's absolutely <laughs> delicious. <laughs> I've never heard of that. And then so, your parents now, will so say, you wow, take, our kids are feeding us. Let me get this straight now. You take a hard-boiled egg, you yep. wrap it in sausage, and deep fry it. Yep. Well, you and roll it all, in some, some breadcrumbs. Breading. It was a, okay, wrap it in sausage, roll it in breadcrumbs. And then deep fry it. Then all deep fry the it. cardiologists That's listening to the show right now are saying thank you for the business. <laughs> <laughs> Wowzers! Man. Oh, it's absolutely delicious, a, and it's it's such a it's such a neat surprise when you cut into it. You see an egg That sounds there. like something you would actually one of those weird contracts that, that you'd get at the fair, like the state fair. Like they have all these you know deep fried Oreos, <laughs> deep fried Snickers, deep fried. It's like you know you set up a little a little uh, food truck with you know whatever that's called, and and uh, go on the road with that dish, and I bet you'd sell a. But you sell a bunch of that just from people going, what in the world? i got to try that. So. Um, oh, and they're delicious. I mean, I'd, I'd, well, I I'd eat they a are. deep-fried egg wrapped in sausage Red before sausage I eat a deep-fried Oreo. Man, now all we need to add to that concept is cheese. If we could stick like a cheese stick in the center or something, then, then we'd have all of the components <laughs> of a of a of a cardiology special there. Cheese, sausage, eggs, breading, <laughs> deep fried. That's, we gotta add cheese to it. I mean we're in the South, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta well, love I that. have a question um, for Mallory. Do we do we have time for uh, for one more question for Mallory, me, Andy? Okay. One more question for Mallory, Mallory, then we'll go to commercial break and we'll come back and wrap up. Okay. Mallory, it's hot outside today, isn't yes, it? Yes it is. Yes. So, your chickens are wearing feather coats all over their little bodies except for their legs. What do you do to keep your chickens cool on a hot day like this? Um, well, we let them free roam 
and they go hide under some of the trees in the shade, and that's really all they do. What about water? Oh, um, last summer we fed them frozen watermelon. We freeze the watermelon, like the outside of a watermelon, and then feed uh-huh. it to them, and they love that. Do they like it? They do, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, I can't wait for watermelon season then. Sounds like something delicious for me to have, too. Yeah. And what's your us, favorite you got way a very... to eat eggs? Oh, wait, sorry, what? Andy. No, that's Mallory, okay. Go ahead. She can tell us her way favorite way. My favorite way to eat eggs? Yeah. Is probably when my mom fries them. Um... And I like mine really thin. Ah, very good. I was going to have her talk about. No, that's no problem. And um, when we're not in the same room, it makes it difficult sometimes. So that's no problem. Tell tell our uh, listening audience about one of your chicken coops. It's kind of a recycled item, and uh, I was very impressed with it. Your dad did a good job. So tell us what one of your. uh, Well, I guess. Not necessarily the coop, but the run, just to let our audience know. Kind of, I'll have pictures of it later I'll post. But the run next to the coop with your new birds is made out of what? Tell us our audience that. Um, It's made out of one of those really old trampolines. Um, We put, like, the outside, like, the part that um goes into the ground, we stuck it, we um put it up, and then those old nets, that are around it, old trampoline net. Mm-hmm. We put it on the top so nothing flies in. That's awesome. And then so you use the old rock. netting that. Yeah, to paint the picture for our audience, you use the. Yeah, the frame. You use the frame of the um, the um, trampoline as as around, and then you put I think hog wire and, and chicken wire around that, and then you had the netting that yeah. was. Uh, to keep you from falling off of it, you use that on top. As I like poultry netting to keep the predators away, and then reinforced it with uh, with a bunch of stuff. I saw that. So yeah, they, you recycled a trampoline to use as your chicken run, which is very creative. So that was that was pretty awesome. So while we were doing all these um, experiments at your home this morning, Dr. McRae talked about how. Um, uh, I think she used the term ancient times, but long, long ago. But I'm sure some people still do it today. You hear it frequently. Uh, and we were talking, she was explaining it to you. Do you think anytime soon you might try to use um, the egg yolk in, you know, in your hair to, to help moisturize your hair or to, to limit the frizziness maybe if you wake up and it's thick? Do you think that you might go to that? I don't even want to call it an extreme. Do you think you might go that route one day now that, Dr. McRae shared some of these uh, um, uh, um, remedies, if you will, for uh, some, uh, some some hair issues maybe. Uh, the, the egg yolk, I think it was, not the egg white that you can use for putting your – do you think you're ready for that or do you think you're going to probably just use the, the regular old shampoo and conditioner? <laughs> probably just the regular shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> yeah, I don't, oh, I don't, I don't blame you there. <laughs> Well, maybe but use it on your brother first. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I could replace I his shampoo um, and stuff for, and put <laughs> egg yolks in it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and just not tell him, right? Yeah. Hey, little brother, try this new shampoo that I got. <laughs> 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 oh, 
goodness. Oh, God, poor Matthew had better look out. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Well, Mallory Chandler, 4-H Golden Egg Contest winner here in Alabama. Thank you very much for uh, for joining us today. Uh, you've been great. Thank you for allowing Dr. McCray and myself coming out to take a look at your operation and uh, all your chickens and dogs and, and goats and everything, meeting your family. We had a really, really good time this morning. And I wish you all the best uh, with your chicken-keeping career and your hobby, the 4-H and all of that. Maybe when you get, I think, up into high school, they got a FFA program here possibly you could look at getting into as well. So uh, got to love that. And I'm going to take a quick commercial break when we come back. Uh, Dr. McCray and I will kind of wrap it up, talk a little bit more about how, um, if you're interested in 4-H, how to get involved there if you're interested, and uh, the whole nine yards. So stay with us. We'll be back. Uh, right after this short break. Tasty Grubs by Tasty Worms Nutrition are the original dried black soldier fly larva made right here in the USA. Tasty Grubs are high in protein and calcium, vital nutrients for laying hens. Customers have reported an increase in shell quality, egg taste, and a reduction in molting time. For a limited time, get a bag of Tasty Grubs 100% free. Simply enter tastyworms.com forward slash whisper into your web browser and add one to your cart today. Save 10% on all other products such as dried mealworms by entering the coupon code whisper at checkout. That's tastyworms.com forward slash whisper. Tasty Grubs by Tasty Worms Nutrition are the original dried black soldier fly larva made right here in the USA. Tasty Grubs are high in protein and calcium, vital nutrients for laying hens. Customers have reported an increase in shell quality, egg taste, and a reduction in molting time. For a limited time, get a bag of Tasty Grubs 100% free. Simply enter tastyworms.com forward slash whisper into your web browser and add one to your cart today. Save 10% on all other products such as dried mealworms by entering the coupon code whisper at checkout. That's tastyworms.com forward slash whisper. Do you provide a heat source for your backyard chickens in the winter? In most cases, it's not necessary. But if you choose to provide a heat source for your backyard chickens, it's imperative to use a safe and effective heat source, and the only one I recommend is the Sweeter Heater. The Sweeter Heater is a safe, completely sealed, washable, non-breakable, energy-efficient, long-lasting and reliable specific area heater that comes with a three-year warranty. Ditch the dangerous heat lamp this season and invest in the only heater I recommend, the Sweeter Heater. Purchase the Sweeter Heater online at SweeterHeater.com. That's SweeterHeater.com. 
Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer. If you're in the market for a new incubator, then look no further than GQF. They have a great selection of tabletop and cabinet-style incubators at prices you can afford. I love my GQF Genesis Model 1588. It has a large picture window and an automatic thermostat, which makes for a better hatch every time. Go pick out your new incubator at GQFradio.com. That's GQFradio.com. Ideal Poultry has been a family-owned and operated business since 1937. Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at idealpoultry.com. That's idealpoultry.com. From our family to yours, feed your chickens the way nature intended. Pure, wholesome goodness. Kalmbach Feeds. Visit our website at kalmbachfeeds.com. That's K-A-L-M-B-A-C-H feeds.com. Or order today on Amazon.com. Kalmbach Feeds is a proud sponsor of the Chicken Whisperer. This looks like a job for Super Chicken. You get the super sauce. I'll don my super suit. How would you like a punch in the beak? All right, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer brought to you, Kalmbach Feeds. I want to tell you a little bit about one more product that I think you'll find invaluable on uh, in your backyard, and that is the uh, Sweet PDZ Coop Refresher. And I've, I've shared this with you uh, in the past and before, but about nine years ago, I was, I was introduced to this product, and I brought it home, and I told my wife, I said, hey, we need, want to start using this. We want to see if it actually works, because, you know, we're all about, you know, if we're going to put something, our name on something, we're going to advertise something, it, it's got to work. Got a reputation to uphold here. I said, hey, just you know, try it next time you're cleaning out. The, we'll just start with the chicken tractor. We had our silkies, had our ceramas in there, and, um, and my wife was in charge of kind of that in that coop. And you know, without even, uh, I guess, uh, suggesting anything, I was in my office. I was just sitting there. I was working, and she comes in. She had been outside, and she says, you know, that stuff really works. It was between coop cleanings, and uh, the chicken tractor was really about two levels, two to three levels, and it was about, I think, four by six, uh, so it wasn't huge. She used a styrofoam that you'd get, say, in the break room at work. She filled it up with the, back then, it was just the sweet PDZ uh, horse stall refresher. Now they're repackaging the product. It's an all-natural product uh, and calling it the coop refresher. And then you just, uh, she did, would just sprinkle it in in the bedding and in the nest boxes of our chicken tractor. But lo and behold, um, without even suggesting anything, she comes in and says, that stuff actually works. So it's hot right now. It's steamy right now. There's tons and tons of rain that's been coming through. And let's just say that without proper care, uh, the chicken runs and the chicken coops can get kind of uh, smelly if not proper taken care of, especially with the water. So next time you're at your feed store, if they don't have this, ask for it. Give it a try. We have a contest right now in our, in our magazine 
Just go to chickenwhisperermagazine.com. We're running a contest right now, a year's supply of the sweet PDZ Coop refresher, a year's supply of that. You can go enter the contest, and, uh, and then you will have a year's supply of this stuff. But, hey, next time you go to the feed store, uh, ask for it. Check it out, uh, especially with a hot and muggy and rainy. And, and you know, hey, uh, we want to make sure we have um, uh, nice, fresh, bedding, no ammonia smell, that's bad for the chicken's feet, it's bad for their eyes, it's bad for their, you don't want that whatsoever. So check it out, Sweet PDZ Coop Refresher next time you're in your feed store and uh, tell them the Chicken Whisperer sent you. So uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Hey, if you're just joining us, we have of course Mallory Chandler, the Alabama 4-H Golden Egg Contest winner, and of course my good friend, poultry scientist, uh, and Professor Dr. Bridget McRae, who's uh, now over at Auburn University and uh, is working with 4-H and Extension all over the state. you got to love it. Uh, Dr. McRae, welcome back. Mallory, welcome back to the show. And we'll just kind of slowly kind of end up uh, wrapping the show up. So any last questions? Uh, I guess I'll start, and we'll kind of wrap up uh, for Mallory, with, and we'll wrap it up with uh, Dr. McRae. But, uh, again, Mallory, thank you very much for having us out to your home today. Thanks for coming on the show today. We do appreciate it. Um, very impressed. Best eggs in the state, the AA eggs. Uh, so we got to love that. And um, thanks for sharing uh, sharing your experience. Is there? My last question for you is this: Do you know of a breed of chicken that you would really like to have that you don't have right now? Is there a particular breed um, that you're like when you're on the internet and because you talk about you know going to chicken sites and looking around? Is there a particular chicken that you're like, wow, I'd really one day like to have those? I really like that color. I really like that feature. I like those feathers. Or is there is there a chicken you don't have right now that one day you'd like to have in your collection in your backyard? I do kind of want um, a few Americanas because they lay the different colored eggs. Right, and right, yep. Amer- Americanas, Araucanas, and of course the Easter Eggers uh, all lay those uh, beautiful blue-green eggs. And uh, yeah, those are fabulous. Well, all right. So that that was my. I'll wrap up with my question, Dr. McRae. How how about it on your end with uh, with Mallory? Well, one of the things I wanted to mention to people whether they're in Alabama or in any other state, is that your your county, wherever it is you live in, has an extension office. And if what you hear Andy and I talking about interests you and you want to find out if there's a chick chain in your area, go to your county extension office, call them, ask questions. And um, whether you want to get involved with 4-H yourself, you do that. Or maybe they've got an event coming up and you'd like to support them by purchasing animals. Like at the end of the chick chain, we auction off the birds. Um, You might want to know when that is. So take the time to call your county extension office. And here in um, this particular county, they have some really good resources with uh, large animal programs and small animal programs. But depending on where you live, what is offered may be completely different. So Find out what's offered and put your two cents in if you'd like to see some different things in, incorporated. Um, like, say, homeschoolers here in Marshall County, Alabama, you may not be introduced to 4-H through the in-school programmings that we normally have um, here in our state. But in Marshall County, uh, in Marshall County, if you're a homeschooler, there's a club just for you. So there's something as an option for you. And, of course, 
um, if chickens aren't your thing, there might be something else like woodworking or um, building birdhouses or maybe you just want to go to 4-H camp. Those are all options, and you can find out about what's available to you, just like Mallory did, and she got involved, and look at how she got rewarded. Yep, that is, uh, that's awesome. I know that um, I've called locally where, um, where we are. My son turned six, and we're looking at doing, I think the younger group's called uh, Clover Buds for 4-H and getting him involved in that. And they do have a specific homeschool program with 4-H. They meet once and twice a month, uh, depending on which county. Um, and um, so we're definitely getting ready to sign up for that for this, for this school year. So that, that's awesome. Well, if uh, no more questions, we'll go ahead and wrap it up today. I want to thank everybody for listening, tuning in, and uh, thank Miss Mallory Chandler for joining us today um, and talking about her 4-H Golden Egg Contest uh, winner and her ribbons and the whole contest. And I want to thank Dr. McCray for coming on as well, for uh, conducting the contest and inviting me on this awesome, awesome day to meet Miss uh, Mallory Chandler and her family and and it was good to see uh, Dr. McCray again as well. So thank you very much. And I think I have something here. Let's see. Where is it? Yep. Congratulations. 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 So I've, I've had that one for a long time. I just wanted to play that. You know, the, she's not going to know who that is, but us old timers know that that was Gomer Pyle uh, saying congratulations. Congratulations. About three or four congratulations. Times. Congratulations. And uh, I haven't used that one in a long time, but did it doggone it today? I had a great, great reason to use that uh, wave of congratulations for uh, Miss Mallory. So, Doc, thank you very much for joining us today. Mallory, thank you for joining us today, and we hope to uh, talk to you both very soon. Thank you, Andy. Have a good day. All righty, you too, guys. And that's going to wrap up another episode of Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer brought to you by our good friends at Kalmbach Feeds. We'll be on the air um, let me see what our schedule is. Um, possibly, let's see, next Thursday, the 27th looks to be open, but we'll have uh, we'll have a guest for you next Thursday. Tune in 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single Thursday, right here on Blog Blog Talk Radio. God bless everybody. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.